Thanks for downloading this podcast. Make sure you subscribe to get the new messages every week. We appreciate your support. Enjoy the message. Tonight, we're going to start a series on living anticipation. First of all, I want to thank every one of you who have been praying for our family. God's will went for the interview early this morning. But things did not turn out the way that we expected, but God is God. Amen? You know, so easy for us to celebrate when things are going our way. But I can tell you this, that your life is not an accident. God has got it planned out, and you need to rejoice when things are the way that you expect it and when things are not the way that you expect it. And if God puts a vision in your heart, don't give up. Because one no doesn't necessarily mean that it's over. You need to live your life in anticipation. Because any time from now, you can have that breakthrough. That one check can show up. That knot on the neck can disappear. That child can return home. Just one touch of God can put you completely financially free. And then you will become a blessing to so many people that you have been wanting to be a blessing to. The Bible tells us in Joshua chapter 3 verse 5, then Joshua said to the people, consecrate yourself. That means get ready, prepare yourself. Because if you do not prepare when the blessing comes, the blessing is going to be a curse. Tell you someone, consecrate yourself. Because tomorrow the Lord will do wonders among them. No, you did not hear me, did you? You have to always live in anticipation that the healing will manifest, that the financial blessing will manifest, that the answer to the prayers will be manifested. Tell somebody again and say, live in anticipation. To consecrate yourself means that you take care of things. You get ready. Tell somebody to get ready. For tomorrow the Lord will do wonders amongst you. It's high time. It is high time. When I meditate, the Lord said to me, just go to the dictionary and find out what this word means. So I googled the word anticipation. I found that it's defined as a feeling of excitement about something pleasant. Think about this. Most people in this world don't have a feeling of excitement about something pleasant. They feel sorry for themselves. They have a feeling of depression. He says that anticipation means excitement from knowing something good is going to happen. No, you didn't get it, did you? Because you know that something good is about to happen. You're about to be healed. That child is returning home. You're about to be promoted. The synonyms of anticipation has to do with anticipation or expectancy. Some of the expectancy. You wake up and you don't expect something bad to happen. You expect something pleasant, something good. Somebody says, something good is about to happen to me. It has to do with hope. Remember, hope is not just wishes in the Bible. Hope is anticipation with faith. That's why the Bible says hope does not disappoint us. Because true hope will never disappoint you. Because what you hope for will be manifested. It may not be at the time that you want it to be manifested. It may not be in the way that you want it to be manifested. But I promise you that 
it, it is not manifested in the way that you wanted it manifested. That because God has got something much better, Amen. bigger. Some of the bigger. Amen. It has to do with the expectation. So living in anticipation then means living in expectancy, living in hope, knowing that that one check is coming. Amen. Knowing that you can wake up and the condition is completely gone. The doctor said it was going to take five years, and it took just five seconds. You woke up, you couldn't believe it, because God has touched you and made a difference. See, this is the opposite of living in lethargy, living in despondency. When you live in anticipation, you cannot live in despondency. You cannot live a lethargic life, just, uh, you know, whatever will come, will come. No, because you know that God has given you the promise, and you know that God is going to fulfill his promise. Paul wrote to the Romans in Romans 13, verse 11, he says, Now is high time to work out of sleep. For now, some of the, for now, is our salvation, our deliverance, our healing, our restoration. Salvation is more than just being delivered from sin. It has to do with restoration. It has to do with soundness, wholeness, healing, provision. All of that is in salvation. The word satoria. Somebody said, now is high time to awake from sleep. Many of us have been sleeping because the enemy has lulled us to sleep because we think we have waited for too long. But I promise you, watching me, every one person here listening to me, your salvation is nearer than when you first believed. Look to somebody and say, live in anticipation. Even better still, touch yourself and say, I'm going to live in anticipation. Because many of you have been believing for your dreams to come to pass for a long time. You've been believing for issues in your life to be resolved, to turn around. You've waited for years, maybe months or years or weeks. And you have seen nothing happening, not in the natural, but what you don't know is that something is happening in the spirit realm. Because God always cooks it in the spirit realm before he serves it in the natural realm. Somebody needs to write that down for me because I don't have it in my notes. He cooks it in the spirit realm and then brings it to serve you in the natural realm. You've waited and nothing seems to be happening. You're not making any progress according to you. You don't know that there's some progress in the spirit realm. You're not getting the good breaks that you expected. Don't you know, Brenda, that it is so easy to lose your passion? Mm -hmm. There have been times that God gave you a promise and you were so excited. But yeah. the passage of time yeah. stole that excitement, yes. yeah. stole that passion. So easy to lose the passion, it's so easy not to expect change to take place because you have been dealing with this issue on your body, in your finances, with your children for so long. It's so easy to settle. I guess I'm going to be single for the rest of my life. Don't say that because the person can show up anytime. Instead of thinking about the person, consecrate yourself. Because if you don't consecrate yourself, when the blessing comes, it can become a curse. I guess I'm going to be single for the rest of my life. I prayed, I believed, but nothing is working out. Don't say that. Because even though you don't see something working out, something is still working out in the spirit realm. Let me tell you this, my friend. may have been true. That in the natural, nothing is happening. Or in the past, you have been struggling. But the good news is that you are entering a new season. Amen. Can anybody here say amen to that? Amen. 
you are entering into a new season watching me, every one person in the house, the Spirit of God is escorting you into a new season. Amen. The scripture says now, some of the now. now. When? Now. now is the high time to wake up out of sleep, out of lethargy, out of despondency, because you are nearer to your salvation, to your deliverance, to your healing, to your restoration, to your soundness, to your financial breakthrough than when you first believed. You know, like I said, when God first put the promises in our hearts, we are excited. We go around telling people about, I just read this. The Lord just spoke to me. Hallelujah! Until after six months. I don't know whether I heard from the Lord. I think I heard from myself. No, you did not hear from yourself. It is just your faith that is tested. There's something that is going on in the spirit realm that God doesn't want to show to you because if God showed it to you what is going on, you would have spoiled it. You told people that you were going to do it. It was going to happen. Now it's been one month, two months, six months, maybe a year. It hasn't turned out the way that you had expected. You don't think it's ever going to happen. Has anybody ever been there? Let me tell you this, my friend. I want to assure you that you are coming into a high time. You did not hear me. Touch your hands. I am am coming into a high time in my family, in my finances, in my body, in my business. I'm coming into a high time. Let me tell you what God is saying. He says, you are closer to seeing it come to pass than ever. What's the high time? It's when things suddenly change in your favor. Something is going to be changing in your life, in your favor. As a a matter of fact, something has already been changing in your life, but it's going to be manifested in the next three days. The time when things suddenly, some of the suddenly, some of the suddenly, do receive it, son, and release your harvest. Kereba Kayanda. Hey, 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 hey. Let me tell you this, people. Suddenly, things are changing in your family, in your marriage, in your business, in your finances, in your body, in your mind. High time is when the blessings chase you down and overtake you. You were just doing your thing, serving the Lord. All of a sudden, something knocked you down. I said, who did that? He said, my name is Blessing. High time is when healing shows up suddenly, when the loan is approved, when you have the largest contract, business contract, that you've ever had since you started your business. When somebody says to you, I know that you have charged me for what you did, but I like what you do so much that I'm going to add another $10,000 to the check. It's going to happen. Somebody says, well, I don't believe it. I say, according to your faith, be done unto you. But if you believe, all things are possible. Suddenly you move into a new house. Suddenly the house that you are living is paid off. Hallelujah. Suddenly you move from learning to owning. 
suddenly you meet the right person. Suddenly the addiction is broken. God makes things happen that you couldn't make happen. God is about to make things happen in your life that you couldn't make happen. Now, if you are going to see this high time, there's something that you have to do. You have to wake up. You have to wake up from sleep. Wake up from lethargy, from despondency, from oh me, to why not me? God has already prepared me for it. For you to be able to experience this, you have to live in anticipation. That means get your passions back. Touch yourself, I'm going to get my passion back. Remember the time that the pastor never had to cheer you up because you were cheering up yourself. Nobody had to give you a word because the word was coming after you and overtaking you every which way. Touch yourself, I'm getting my passion back. I don't know about you guys, but I'm getting my passion back. Means that you start believing again. You drop the ball. Now you're going to pick up the ball and take off with it. Start expecting things to change. Start talking like it's already yours. Somebody say, it's mine. Somebody say, healing is mine. Deliverance is mine. Large checks are mine. Good contrast is mine. Hallelujah. Peace is mine. Joy is mine. I'm tired of going around like an accident about to happen. I'm going to become joy to everybody that comes across my way. When people come to me, they're going to begin to laugh. They're going to feel joy bubbling out of their belly. Because out of my belly is flowing rivers of living water. And it's going to spill over anybody coming across uh, my way. Start expecting things to change. Start talking like you've already got the healing. New lungs. New limbs. New kidney. New heart. New knees. If the doctors can work and replace the knee, God can do a whole lot better job. I'm not saying don't go to the doctor, though. Yes. But go to the doctor because you're going to have a surprise of your life. The doctor, when he goes up, he says, what did we say we were going to do? He said, we are going to replace my knee. He said, are you sure that it's you? I read a story some time ago about this pastor whose little child was diagnosed with what was, uh, we call it scoliosis, when the, the spine, there's this curve in the spine. And he said, I was shocked. I was angry. Sometimes when things happen, you will be shocked and you will be angry. But bounce back. Tell somebody, it's a bounce back. Because, you know, you, you'll go through different emotions sometimes. He said, I didn't even know what to do. Then he bounced back. He remembered that by the stripes of Jesus, we are healed. So he started praying and believing, taking the Holy Communion. And uh, they had found a doctor who sent this uh, little boy to children's hospital. And they, they said that uh, uh, his uh, spine has curved 60 degrees, whatever. But this man kept believing. They set the day for the surgery. And before the surgery, they did another x-ray. And the doctor came out and said, I don't know what has happened, but I've got some good news for you. Your son's spine is perfect. He doesn't need surgery. See, that's you that I'm talking about. That's you that I'm talking about. Because there's nothing that is too hard for the Lord. Start expecting things to change. Start talking that you've already got it. Because you can't slip through your high time. You have to tell somebody, I'm waking up. I'm tired of sleeping. Feeling sorry for myself. 
Because you can't through, slip through this high time and see God's favor. You can't be complacent because the kingdom of God suffers violence. And it is a violence that takes it back. I'm not talking about being violent uh, physically. I'm talking about uh, going after it with everything that you've got. Let me tell you this. It's a critical time. This is what I say. It's a critical time. Not only a high time, but it's a critical time. Romans chapter 13, 11 to 13 in the amplified version, in the contemporary amplified version says, besides this, you know what a critical hour this is. Somebody say, you know what a critical hour this is. How it is high time now for you to wake up out of your sleep, rouse to reality for salvation, final deliverance. Somebody say, final deliverance. That means that uh, whatever God heals is going forever. It's not coming back. For your salvation, final deliverance is nearer to us now than when we first believed. New King James says it's high time. Amplified version says it's critical time. Someone say this is critical time in my life. It's a very critical time in my life. The Amplified version stresses the importance of this season. Someone say this is a very important season for me. It's a high time. It's a critical time. Don't take it lightly. This is what is it. Don't take it lightly. Better tell yourself, I'm not going to take this lightly. I'm going to latch on this word that pastors is releasing. I'm going to embrace this word. I'm going to meditate on this word. And this word is going to work in my life. Don't dismiss it. Don't say, ah, this isn't for me. Or maybe not today. Because today when you hear his voice, something in your heart. Stay in faith. Somebody stay in faith. Stay in anticipation. Because if you don't stir up, if you don't stir up your faith, you can miss what God wants you to have. Somebody say, stir up your faith. Because what you are believing for is not way off in the distance. May I say that again? It is not way off in the distance. It is close at hand. You can just reach out and touch it. I'm talking about with your hand of faith. Remember that lady with the issue of blessed? If I can only touch the hem of his garment, I know I'm going to be healed. Twelve years of suffering. The Bible tells us that she spent everything that she had without any help. But he, she never gave up. She heard about Jesus. Have you heard about Jesus today? Have you heard about Jesus tonight? Yeah. When she heard about Jesus, I'm sure that somebody told her, he said, we just came back from the meeting. We saw the, the leper healed. We saw the deaf ear opened. We saw blind eyes opened. We saw so many miracles. He said, I, he said I, I'm, I'm going there. As he was going, he says, if I could only touch the hem of his garment, I know I'm going to be healed. Somebody said, I know I'm going to be healed. I know I'm going to be delivered. I know. I'm crossing over the threshold to my breakthrough. What you are believing for is not way off in the distance. It's close. It's close. It's at hand. It can happen any second from now, any day, any time, any hour. So I want to strongly encourage you to live with expectancy. Whatever you are believing the Lord for, live with expectancy. You fall down 10 times, rise up 11 times, and still believe. Because there has to be an expectation in your spirit that today, some of the tonight, could be my day. Not one day in the sweet by and by.
You know how they say, say, say to us, well, the good thing is that when you get to heaven, you're going to be healed. No, I want to be healed yeah. here. Yeah. And now, right. not one day in the street by and by, I'll be blessed. Right. When I get to heaven, I'm going to have the, the largest mansion. I'm going to have the largest mansion in my neighborhood while I'm here. Amen. Did somebody say you? One day I'm going to be free from these problems. I'm going to be free from any form of problem that the enemy tries to throw at me right now. One day I'm going to walk the streets of gold. I'm going to, I'm going to have gold. I'm going to be loaded with gold while I am here right now. One day I won't have to deal with these bills. Why do you have to wait until you get to heaven before you are debt free? See, the problem with one day thinking is you will miss what God wants you to have today. You're not going to need favor in the street by and by. You need favor now. Touch yourself and say, I need favor now. Not in the street by and by. Not when I get to heaven. You need favor now. You need healing now. You need provision now, guidance. When you get to heaven, we are not going to have any needs because everything is already provided. But let me tell you this, God wants to bring heaven down to earth. See, the Garden of Eden was not just meant to be in the east. God said to Adam, go and turn. In other words, he wanted him to take care of it and expand. I'm telling you, the Garden of Eden is expanding to your household tonight. The Garden of Eden is extending into your household tonight, into your business, into your family, into your marriage. God wants to give you favor right here, right now, today. The prophet Joel says, work of the mighty man. Guess what? I'm talking to mighty men and women tonight. Those of you watching me, you are mighty. Mighty in God. Work of the mighty man. Work of the mighty. That means that uh, we have been sleeping. Not even knowing that we have been sleeping. Let me tell you this, my friend. My message to you tonight is this. Wake up. Get your passion back. Get your hope back. Because you are closer to meeting the right person, to having the breakthrough, to receiving the healing than you've ever been. You are closer to your health, turn around, than you've ever been. You are closer to new levels. How many of you would like to have new levels in your life? Aren't you tired of just being on one level? You are closer to new levels. You are closer... Closer to explosive blessings that just bang on your face than you've ever been. And my question to you is, are you awake or are you asleep? Do you recognize that this is your high time and this is your critical time? Because the opposite of high time is low time. Most people in the world always are experiencing low time. I have experienced low time before, but I have experienced high time. But I tell you what, high time is better than low time. The opposite of high time is low time. And some people live with a low time mentality. Nothing good is going to be happening. Nothing good has ever happened. I never get any good breaks. Don't say that. My supervisor doesn't like me. I'll never own a business. You will never own a business if you keep talking like that. 
but I'm going to own businesses. How about you? Nobody in my family has ever graduated from school. That's good news because I'm going to be the first. How many of you know that there's always a first? Nobody in my family has ever been married. Thank God that I'm going to be the first. You are going to open the womb. You're going to open the door. Let me tell you this, my friend. As long as you have a low-time mentality, it will keep you from rising higher. May I say that again? You have to always live with expectancy, anticipation, knowing that anything can change in your life at any time for the better, in your favor. You can have a turnaround at any time, but you've got to get in agreement with God. You have to be able to say, Father, thank you that this is my high time. Touch yourself and say, Father, thank you that this is my high time. High time for my family, for my marriage, for my children, for my business, for my body, for my mind. Say, I believe I'm closer to my turnaround than I've ever been. You have to learn to say it is well. Even when in the natural, it doesn't look well. Remember that lady who lived for a long time, never had a child, and the prophet of God prophesied like I'm prophesying into your life now? And, And then she had a child. And one day the servant came and said to her, come, this child is sick. And thank God that they, that lady knew enough to prepare a room for the son, for, for the man of God. Do you have a room in your house for the man of God? I'm not talking about a literal room. Do you have a place in your life for your man of God? A special place. I'm talking about a special place. Because the Bible tells us that when, when the servant ran to her and said, your son is sick, she ran away. She ran found out that the son has already passed. And she panicked and cried, no, because she had a room in her. Actually, this lady actually built, added, added this room for the prophet because she saw that the man of God would go past, walk, go to minister, did not have a place to stay. And she said to the husband, we have to fix a place. We have to add a place for the man of God. I'm talking to somebody here. Do you have a place for the man of God in your your house? I'm not talking about a a physical room. I'm talking about your life. How many of you know that your life is your house? That you live in your life more than you live in your house. You spend more time in your life than you spend in your house. But the Bible tells us that this lady just took this chance and placed it on the man of God's bed, closed the door, and left. That to me is symbolic of just taking your problem and putting it on the anointing. And uh, then she was going, she decided, I'm not going to go to my husband first, I'm going to go to the man of God. The Bible tells us in 2 Kings chapter 4, verse 26, it says, attribute. She said, I'm going to go to the man of God. People would ask her, why are you running so fast? Is it okay with you? He said, it's well. What would you have done? You would have gone through a story of how, of how you were barren, and this man came and mocked you, and then you had a child, and then the child died. And The man of God, 
When, when she saw her running coming on, he knew that there was something that was not right. He said to the servants, run now. Somebody said, run now. Run. I pray you to meet her and say unto her, is it well with you? Is it well with your husband? Is it well with your child? You remember that the child is dead. And she said, it is well. What are you saying now in your situation? What are you saying now in your situation? Because in what you are going through, somebody may ask you how you are doing. Don't tell them all the reasons why you don't feel good. Why nothing is going to change. Why nothing is going well with you. How your grandmother had the same illness. Your dad had the same illness. Or grandpa had the same. Died at 45. Two of us speak faith. Speak faith into the atmosphere, not defeat. Because life and death is in the power of the tongue. And you can talk yourself into victory. Have a high time mentality. Somebody say, it's high time. This is my high time mentality. This is not my low time. This is not my low time. Yes, I haven't been feeling well, but I know I'm close to my healing than ever. I'm close to my miracles. Somebody say, I'm close to my... Miraculous turn around in my body, in my business, in the office, in my home, in my marriage, than ever. Yes, I'm still single, but I am close to meeting the right person. You don't even know he or she may show up tonight. Or I can meet him tomorrow. You don't know I'm going to the grocery store when I, after church. You don't even know I could even walk into him, walk into her. See, that's living in anticipation. Yes, in the natural, you are still in the same position. You are still in that same apartment. But let me tell you a secret. You are in a high time. And you are closer to a breakthrough. Moving into a brand new house. Somebody here shout hallelujah. hallelujah. You are closer to your promotion, to your healing, financial breakthrough. <coughs> new lungs, new heart, new knees, new neck. Come on, somebody have a shout hallelujah. You are closer than ever before. And you are close to stepping up into a new level of your destiny. Let me tell you this, my friend. What you've been believing for, what you've been dreaming about, may not have happened for a long time. But right now, don't be tempted to settle for less when God has got the best for you. Somebody say, right now, I'm going for the best. Because it's a temptation for you to settle and to think that it wasn't meant to be. Yes, it was meant to be. But God is saying, you are closer than you think. Such as I'm closer than I think. You are close. You are about to cross that threshold into your victory, into your healing, into your deliverance. You are just about to meet that right person. Yes, you are closer to your deliverance than you can think or even imagine. Let me tell you this, my friend. This is not the time to get discouraged. This is not the time for 
you to become despondent. This is a time for you to stare up your face yeah, yeah. and to live in anticipation. You are closer now to seeing your salvation than you've ever been. Now, you may not see the sign, but I promise you it's coming. How many of you can see what you are believing for coming? No, the medical report hasn't changed. When that man walked with his child, with his son, to the operating room, the medical report did not change. But when the x-ray came back, <laughs> God manifested in the natural realm what it was already done, what it was already done in the spirit realm. I know maybe you have been believing the Lord for a child. I know you've tried all kinds of fertility treatments. You still feel stuck in the spot as you were last year. Maybe the enemy has told you to go to sleep. Forget about it. Telling you, quit believing. Quit dreaming. Keep praying. It's never going to work out. It's going to work out. Touch yourself and say, it's going to work out. As long as Jesus lives, it's going to work out. As long as God is God, he's going to work out. As long as I'm child of the living God, I'm the righteousness of God, he's going to work out. As long as I sit in the heavenly places with Jesus Christ, he's going to work out. The enemy will tell you you're just wasting your time. But don't believe the lies from the enemy because the truth is you are entering into a new season. How many times have you heard the Holy Spirit say that? You are entering into a new season. Dennis, Crystal, you are entering into a new season. In this high time, it's not going to happen the way that you thought. God's not going to do it in a traditional way. He's going to do it in an extraordinary way. He's going to do it supernaturally. He's going to do it in an unusual, unprecedented way. Something out of the ordinary. You didn't see it coming, but wow! Somebody said, bam! It happens. Suddenly the breakthrough hits you and knocks you down. And knocks the sense into you. Let me ask you, my friend, to stop believing those lies that healing, deliverance, financial breakthrough is way off in the distance. God is saying, you are, how many times has God said to us tonight, you are closer than you have ever believed. He's saying, you are in the high time. You have to live with an anticipation, regardless. And I declare in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth that you are about to see what you have been believing the Lord for. It's going to be better than you've ever thought it would be. And it's going to be happening sooner than you expected. To God alone be glory, honor, dominion, and power, both now and always. To him be the glory forever and ever. Father, I want to thank you so very much for your people. I thank you for the anointing in the house. Thank you for listening to Changing Mindset Podcast by Pastor George Uta. Help us to share this message. We hope you will subscribe so you can receive the latest podcast to keep you inspired during the week. We are praying for you. We know God best for you is still ahead. Call 706-485-0166 for more information and be blessed.